What's up, everybody? This is Andrew May. This is the Allegory and Elm podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Katie May. What's up? We are here today to talk about Embrace Yourself Whole. <laughs> I'm fucking crying in the intro, bro. <laughs> I'm so like, oh, man. It's already Shit. starting. I'm really, oh man. I didn't Ooh. even know what we were talking about today. We're here to shoot the shit and be real. If that sounds like something you're into, let's go. Let's go. I, I, I'm getting, I'm teary because I'm like, well, let's unpack I'm, it. I'm proud of you. Yeah. So Embrace Yourself Whole is Katie's business. And I think I'm emotional about it because I don't want to make this all about me. I really want you to be able to talk about it and to talk about what it is and what it means. And I think for me, it's just, it's a philosophy. It's a way of living. It's a lifestyle. And, uh, but it's also a business, uh, a coaching business. And for me, I think I've just seen it from its infancy to what it is now. And I'm just proud of you. And that makes me cry. So, um, we haven't even had any margaritas or anything to make me <laughs> emotional. Yeah. Or to make me talk to you like in, I mean, a, in a nice caring way. <laughs> Do I no. need margaritas for that? No, but like <laughs> that was the first time like during this quarantine, like when we really connected about our feelings about each other's businesses and transitions and growth. And yeah. I mean, I do think that's where a little alcohol can take the edge off to where you can actually like really just say how you're feeling about one another. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that opened the door. I mean, for both of us to be able to really like tell each other how proud of each other we are as we're sure. branching out into these new unknown worlds. Um, I mean, you've been an entrepreneur for seven, seven years, years now yeah. and I'm like so new to the scene. Um, so you telling me that really means a lot. Good radio here. <laughs> Got, got a dude crying the whole time. Um, cool. Thank you. Yeah. And I just, you know, I'm still learning so much, but I think you, what you said about it really being a way of life, mm -hmm. it really has become that. Like I started this thing a, about a year ago. I basically started an Instagram page it started as nurse yourself whole because I had this idea of like helping other service-based professionals, you know, fight burnout and stay connected to the work, which I still feel passionately about, but it's so fascinating to look back and like just see the transitions because something about nurse yourself whole, it just felt too restricting and didn't feel too niche. Maybe, I don't know. Like I still go back and forth, like how niche should, should one be? Mm -hmm. But, um, I don't know. There was just something about expanding it. And I really just loved the word embrace because we all need to be, we all need to be embraced and we all need to embrace. And I don't know, it was just such a healing word for me. Mm -hmm. And I think that also goes back to kind of my core mission of, what I'm trying to do with this business. Right. And it really came out of a desire 
because I've been working with people for so long at the end of life, which is a super beautiful time of life. And I, I still very much feel connected to helping people at that point in their journey, but it's taught me so much about living Mm -hmm. and helping people move towards death in a healed way, or at least in as much of a healed way as we can. It's taught me so much about wanting to live healed. Yeah. And so there's a lot of themes that kind of float around and embrace yourself whole, but it's really about embracing ourselves as whole human beings and how do we embody that and how do we live out of that place as much as possible. We're not perfect. We're not going to get it perfect every day, but I do think wholeness is the key to living healed. Yeah. And when we live healed, that sets us up to die healed and to not come to the end of our lives with, you know, huge amount of regret or I should have done this or I wish I would have done that or I wish I would have loved my family more or been more present with my family. Um, And it's not easy. Like no part of embracing ourselves and living whole is easy. But I do think it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I think embracing yourself is really hard. It's hard work to face the person that you are and with all your flaws and to actually love yourself because you know yourself better than any other person does. And you know how dark your shit is. You know how, you know, how much you don't live up to what the standard of what you would hope for even yourself is. And so you know that there's, I feel like we're all unlimited potential and we just, we, we don't live up to what our full potential is a lot of the time. And well, cause it's scary. Yeah. I mean, it's scary to dive into who you are and a lot of who we are or who we think we are, I think is really put on us by our culture, our upbringings, the worlds in which we live in, it's not really the essence of who we actually are. Right. And so the part of the process of embracing yourself as a whole human being is deconstructing who you always were told to be and really embracing who you are. Yeah. And that's work. That's work. It doesn't happen overnight. It's not like I'm going to snap my fingers and just create this new life for myself. Um, It's scary. There's a lot of things you have to let go of. There's a lot of hard conversations you have to have. And I'm still in process of that too. But my desire for creating a business out of it came from this deep passion that I'd found in my own self that I woke up one day, you know, as a mom, as a nurse, as a wife, as a daughter, as a, you know, all the roles that we play in life. And it was just feeling really heavy. Like, is this it? Is this who I am? Is this my destiny, you know, to just go in the grind day in and day out, like be a mom, wipe the snotty noses, make the meals, go to work, support my family, come home, support your business, try to connect. You know, it's like all the things, right? You're juggling all the things. And I remember just feeling like 
something has got to give, like something has to change because I can't go on in this way. I will be a miserable human being. And so that's when I decided to embark on my own journey of embracing myself whole. Katie went to a business conference and didn't have a business at all. And I was kind of like, okay, that's cool. That's fine. You know, like, let's just be real. You kind of thought I was a little crazy. That she was very crazy. I think that's probably why I'm emotional about it too. Cause there was a lot internally where I was like, it, it wasn't thinking you would fail or doubting you in any way. It was like, why rock the boat? And I think that I had that mindset because you have a solid job where you make good money and we have good benefits and our life is great. And you could be satisfied with that. But if you feel like there's more for you than that and you want to pursue it, then I was reluctantly supportive of you. I was kind of like, I support my wife. I don't really... Like, I mean, you sold Arbon shit for a minute and we're, you were just struggling to figure out, I want to be an entrepreneur or I want to sell stuff or I want to have a business, but I have no idea what it looks like. And so seeing from you just kind of grasping at straws and being like, I don't know what I want, but I know I want something that is meaningful to me that I can put out into the world. That's not just showing up for a nine to five kind of thing. Well, I mean, I think I realized I love, I still love my work as a nurse and, you know, in the system I'm in, I I still feel very, very connected to that work. But I think when I realized that in order to like retire from that situation, like with full benefits and, you know, and who knows what's going to happen. I don't know. This pandemic has really just shown us, none of us really know, but when I thought about working in the same place, in the same building, in the same setting for nearly 40 years is what it would be by the time I got to be retirement age, it started to feel kind of constricting and like, like I was going to make myself stuck. Mm -hmm. And then I was just going to end up being ineffective and miserable as I went through my career in that setting and I don't really know what that's going to look like from here. I'm still kind of figuring out like all of this. But I think what's energized me is having an outlet of other ways to serve people that feels genuine and true to me and that nobody's hanging over me telling me what I can and can't do as a nurse. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also from a place of realizing our healthcare system is broken every healthcare system, not just one, but the way that we care for people is so reactive. It's so like knee jerk, like, Oh, you're sick. Let's give you a pill. Oh, you're this. Let's, you know, it's not preventative. Yeah. And I think we're moving in that direction as a healthcare system in a lot of ways, but it's going to be slow. And there's a lot of politics involved to keep limits on that because let's be honest, like the pharmaceutical company, the insurance companies, they profit off of people being sick. Yeah, no doubt. And I'm not saying like there's this huge conspiracy out there. Like, I don't know what I believe about conspiracy theories, but let's be honest, like there are other driving factors in our healthcare system actually helping people get healthy. Yeah. Well, the 
yeah, the pharmaceutical companies and the insurance companies do greatly benefit from people being sick and people dying, you know? And so it behooves them to have the system stay the way it is. And then they have the, all the money and the power. And so they can continue to kind of make the system stay the way it is. And right. I think what you're doing is a ray of light in terms of changing, changing the system from just, you know, one person, what can I do as an individual to change this and how can I let that bleed out into others and have those others affect more people, you know? Yeah. Well, because that's what I went into nursing for to begin with, not really knowing what nursing is in the modern day healthcare system. It is really not what nursing, the heart of nursing is. And so I started to just really think about like, what are the aspects of nursing that I feel so connected to and so tied to that I don't want to abandon that, but I don't feel like staying in this one place for the next 40 years is really going to allow me to blossom and use my skill set to my full potential. Like you said, like tapping into that full potential. And so when I really thought about it, I was like, what do I do really well? You know, I connect with people really well. I help people learn about their illness and their life and how those two things play into each other. I help try to empower people to take initiative and steps toward their own health, giving them tools and resources. Um, I talk to people and educate people about, you know, things with their health, things, you know, questions to ask their doctor, things, you know, just giving them resources because that's the thing. Like you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately our healthcare system, like there are some really amazing doctors out there. There's some really amazing, um, processes out there in some areas, but they're not widespread. And it's really at the risk of like who you happen to come into contact with or who you know who can help you navigate it. And so I really just wanted to start my own thing to help other people grab hold of their life. Because when you have empowered people going into these healthcare settings and saying, I demand more, I want this information. I need this for myself. That's when we start to integrate. That's when we start to create change by empowering individuals to take hold of their life. Yeah. I like that. I like the idea of, it sounds silly, but almost like creating an army of people who are healed or are whole and then. Or striving for wholeness. Yeah. At least. Yeah. And I think that that can be contagious in a way it's you can look at someone who is really doing essentially what you're doing and be attracted to it, be attracted to the fact that someone really seems to have an understanding of who they are as a person and what they want out of life. And I, I think that's attractive. It's like, I want some of that. And so I think this has been a very, this process for you has been one of refinement and like continuing to refine your message and refine who you are as a person, but also as what embrace yourself whole is as an entity, as a business. And I think that there's been a lot of growth that has happened in this last year with you from in both areas within business and within your personal life. And so I wanted you to speak to finding your voice within that, because I feel like you've always had a voice, you've always had a, a strong voice, but it has been, at least in my eyes, 
in the last even, I'd say three or four months, it's really started to, I've really started to hear that voice more and hear what you have to say and what you're passionate about. And so are you able to speak to, I guess, finding that voice or giving, providing a megaphone to that voice, or if you even Mm. agree with that, if you even agree with that assessment? Yeah. I mean, I think when I first started out with, I I knew what I kind of wanted to do, but I didn't really know what existed or what that could even look like. And like, could I even do that as a nurse? Like, can you open your own business as a nurse? Like I had no idea about any of that. And I think what I started doing was just, you know, finding other people doing similar things or, you know, reaching out to people and asking them like, Hey, you're a nurse. How did you like branch out of the bedside? And so I found some other nurse influencers and nurse entrepreneurs that had been on this journey before and just started paying attention to what they were doing and just learning from them. And then as I went on, like, you know, I, I initially, I think started out kind of more on this health coaching path, which I, you know, I still think health coaching is so important Um, And there's different levels of health coaching. You know, as a nurse, you really don't need a certification to be a health coach because we have a lot of skills that we already have, you know, obtained through our practice. Um, I mean, there is certification and specialization into coaching more that you can get. Um, It's quite expensive because people have realized it's also a business. (laughs) But I think it was just trying to figure out like, one, what do I want to do? Who do I want to serve? And Mm -hmm. I think what you've seen in the last few months with me finding more of a voice, it's really because I've been figuring out more about who I want to serve and getting really passionate and almost obsessed about that particular population of people. And so right now I'm, I'm moving towards serving working moms because I realized being a working mom myself, not just as an entrepreneur, but the nine to five working mom, we neglect our health so readily because I think for a lot of reasons, you know, one, I think it's time. I think it's, you know, feeling selfish if we take time for ourselves on top of working. Um, and when we come home, like there's very small nooks and crannies of time that we're like, how could we possibly, you know, take that time away from our family, which I think is what we were kind of rumbling a little bit about at our date the other night, because it can really be hard to carve out that time and space and it can appear selfish and it can appear like, I'm just going to do my own thing. So I have to find balance with that still. But I think I realized working moms need an ally and they need an advocate. They need someone coaching them toward what that looks like. Because for me, it was always like, oh, well, when the kids are older or when this happens, then I will start exercising more or then I will work on my health more or then I'll do the thing that I've wanted to do. And I realized I woke up one day and I was like, so my kids are getting older by the day and I'm not moving my feet. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not doing the things I said I was going to do. And so it's how to then take action. Mm -hmm. And I want to help working moms take action towards their health, towards their wholeness so that they can live fulfilled and they can live healed 
And the reason I feel so passionate about moms is because it's not just about us anymore either. It's about impacting our kids and the generations that are coming up behind us, watching us as role models. And what do I want my kids to look at? You know, no, I don't want to neglect them. I don't want you know, them to think I'm always working and always on my phone and always doing things. But I want them to look at me and say, my mom is always moving her body. She's really trying to balance her nutrition and be healthy and be happy and learn how to cope in healthy ways and take charge of her life. That's what I want my kids to say about me. Yeah. I feel like you're also giving the working mom permission. A lot of times I think that people just don't even realize they have permission to be a bit quote unquote selfish from time to time. It's not really selfish to take care of yourself in order to be able to better show up for your kids or for your spouse. Showing up for yourself allows you to show up for others. And I think that you're providing women, working moms specifically permission to, to do that, to say it's okay to show up for yourself. It's okay to uh, relax and read. It's okay to, you know, exercise. Yeah. And, and not only is it okay, I would argue it's absolutely necessary yeah. to your survival because if you don't pour into yourself, one, you're going to burn out. You're going to reach a breaking point at some point. And the more people who need you and need something from you on a daily basis, the more you need to be carving out time for yourself to refuel to refill. I mean, we can't take our car out on an empty tank. It won't go anywhere. So why do we think our empty tank will actually keep running Yeah. at some point? It won't. Yes. Yeah. And, and so I think, yes, I do want to give women permission. I also want to say like, stop waiting for permission. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I was that person who was always like, oh, well, can I do that? Can I? can I start a business? Like, doesn't somebody need to come give me permission to do that? You know, don't I need to like check all the boxes and make sure everybody approves. And while there are things that you have to put into place to, you know, be legally and financially legit as a business, the idea and the concept, no, you don't need permission. Um, you don't need permission and you absolutely don't need permission to take hold of your life, to take hold of your health. Um, in fact, nobody's going to do that for you. They're just not because everybody's all worried about themselves. Yes. And so one question I get that I just, I, cause I'd love to kind of talk a little bit more about this with you is, well, what about my partner? Because my partner is not really supportive of this change in my life or me really going for my dream or me really wanting to commit to run this half marathon and taking the time it's going to take to train or, you know, or they're not committed to like helping me change our diet at home and, you know, be a partner in that. So what advice would you have, you know, as my partner to other partners who are struggling to help acknowledge and honor their partner's growth or their crazy idea or their willingness to want to change? Like, how would you address a 
partner that's feeling a little bit unsure about this new person (laughs) that they're seeing unfold in front of their eyes. I think people's guttural reaction a lot of times when they see someone is a certain way in their eyes and then all of a sudden they kind of swerve and start doing things dramatically different from what they're used to. A lot of times the tendency is to reel them back in Mm. to reality. Reality is what we've been doing, this path that we've been on. And you're trying to do something different and and crazy. And so we're just going to bring you back around. And it's a natural reaction, but it's not the best reaction. I think it's what happened with the, you know, when we told our deconstruction stories, whenever people saw that we were starting to somewhat move away from Christianity, when people saw me getting tattoos, I think there are these outward signs of, people perceive them as you are kind of falling off the deep end or you're struggling or whatever, but it may be you claiming. So Mm -hmm. for me, some of my tattoos are a claiming of this is who I am. I have always been interested in getting tattoos. I just was never bold enough to really get them and until I was And I feel like the 10, you just got to do what you got to do. Like the tattoos are here. They're permanent. They're not going anywhere. And so it, it, you have to have a little bit of that mindset and that mentality of this is my choice. This is what I'm going to do. I I know that this is what I want for me. Like commit. Yeah. You got to commit whether you're supported or not. And hope that the support comes later if it's not there in the beginning. So one other thing I would add to that is if you are trying to do something to better yourself and your partner is not willing to go along for that ride and is not willing to support you in that, I think you might have to ride solo. I think you might have to find your own path, find your own way. And if they don't eventually get on board, you may need to have some difficult conversations with them because if you are in a relationship where someone just refuses to support you when you are trying to make your life better than it already is, then you may not need them in your life, you know, and that may be kind of hard to hear, but we don't need people in our lives that take away from us. We need people in our lives that add to us. Sometimes people just aren't willing to go for the ride. And if they are not, you have to be willing to be brave enough to go on your own. And so that's what I would say to people who are struggling with that is do it anyway. Do the hard thing and hopefully they will eventually see what is happening with you in your life and they will be attracted to that and they will want to rise up with you. With our situation Like I said, I reluctantly supported what you were doing with your business. It was like, I support Katie, but what she's doing with this business stuff, I don't see the vision. I don't understand what she's trying to do. I'm not going to stop her because if someone tried to do that to me, I would have a fuck you attitude towards them. If someone was trying to stop me from doing the podcast, from getting tattoos, from you know, becoming an entrepreneur seven years ago, starting my own photography business. If someone had tried to stop me or just be like, 
uh, I think you should stay in teaching. It's safe. It's just going to build division between you and that person. So what I would say is to the spouse who is not very supportive or, or to the person who is not being supported, you need to commit to what you know is right and true. Like Katie has done with embrace yourself whole. I think the clarity will come later. And I think that even if you don't know what your vision is, your full vision, I think you need to start moving towards it. I think you need to start taking steps. So Basically, if you're not moving towards your goal, you're never going to reach it. If you're just standing stagnant or you just allow the noise of other people to dictate what you do or fear of judgment from them or any of that stuff, you're going to stay in the same place you've always stayed in and you will get the same results you've always gotten. But if you're willing to be bold and to claim and you can feel support, like I, I don't know if you felt supported by me or not. You could speak to that. I mean, I think I did, but I knew there was something holding you back from like fully unleashing support. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, well, I support you, but I also like think you're a little bit crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Which is valid because it was a new adventure. Yeah. And I was also trying to help you figure out, help you find your way somewhat because I felt like you were floundering in the beginning. I felt like you just didn't know. So you just were kind of grabbing at like whatever would come along. So even with the selling Arbon stuff, specifically the selling the Arbon stuff during my busiest season, and you were trying to do these different meetings and things like that, I was just kind of like, Oh man, you know, this is, it felt like an infringement on, my business and what I was trying to build. It felt like uh, it just felt like it was going to make things much more difficult for me. My main thing specifically with that was why would you sell someone else's stuff instead of building your own shit, build your own brand. And I think you've done that. So it's not like, it's not like I was being a total dick. It was just, I kind of I need someone to smooth out my messaging. So I <laughs> <laughs> need a filter. <laughs> I, that, Cause that was something I said to you was why are you trying to sell someone else's stuff instead of just building your own thing? Because yeah. that's where the real power is, is in autonomy and just freedom to, to have your own thing and create it in your own way, post whatever you want. You don't have to worry about what your boss is going to think you're your own motherfucking boss. You are the boss. And yeah. so what I would say too, to the person who is kind of feeling reluctant about someone changing a lot in their life is I, I would say to have conversations with them and try to remain calm and try to not make it about you yourself, because I think that's what I did. I made it about me and how it affected me and me, 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 instead of how can I help support Katie, even though I don't see her vision. Once I understood what Embrace Yourself Whole was going to be, I was like all on board. And I feel like I've been really helpful in terms of, you know, just guidance, website, you know, certain social media things, but, you know, taking photos and doing stuff like that to help in any way. And I think even this, raising awareness of what, Embrace Yourself Whole is. So we haven't really even talked about that yet. What is it? What is Embrace Yourself Whole? 
So Embrace Yourself Whole is my coaching program. And that's still evolving a little bit. But right now I offer one-on-one coaching for busy working moms particularly, but if my message resonates with you and you're not a busy working mom, by all means, I would work with you too. But really it's a coaching program designed to help empower busy working moms to reclaim their health and live whole. And that can look a million different ways because it is individualized to each person. What I typically do is the first session with me, we sit down and we have a 60 to 90 minute conversation about your personalized health and life vision. So I have some tools that we work through for you to kind of do an assessment of where you are in different areas of your life and then figuring out what is so important to you about where you want to go that like you're saying, no matter who says what about it, you're committed and that you are willing to work for it and that we're going to keep showing up and supporting you through that process. And so the coaching programs start at three months and I I have a three month, six month and 12 month package. Um, And really it's just to help get people started on this journey of wholeness. And, you know, throughout the process, I use different soul work tools, different homework challenges and assignments that people get week to week to kind of help support them. And it's, you know, really just a close accountability work with me as your coach. Um, and it can be whatever it needs to be for you. Yeah. So throughout this process, I feel like refining what your why is for why you are doing a thing is important. It's been important for me in why I kind of transitioned from Andrew May photography to allegory and Elm. My why was shifting and I wanted to make the brand more about story and growth and expand it into just all sorts of new avenues that I felt like Andrew May photography just didn't fully envelop. And so what is your why in Embrace Yourself Whole or how has it evolved? Well, like I said, I think my initial why was helping other service-based professionals beat burnout and overcome challenges in their own health because we are the worst at taking care of ourselves as, as nurses and other healthcare professionals. But I think as it's adjusted over time, you know, I feel really connected to other women and working moms in particular, because I am a working mom. I am in the trenches. I am struggling in the same ways you're struggling, but I have found ways to combat that. And not that it's a perfect science, but I just feel so connected and called to help serve other working moms, other women with their health and to not wait to take ownership of your health. You know, it's never too late to start, but if you're feeling that call to move toward health, don't wait. Yeah. I feel like a theme that's happening from today's episode is to get your feet moving, move in a direction of what you want your goals to be. There's a quote from Shawshank Redemption that's get busy living or get busy dying. Yeah. And 2020 has been a bag of dicks. And I think (laughs) that we need to move towards getting busy living, you know, cause otherwise, like I said, we're stagnant and we are in a way dying. We're just inching closer and closer to death. So 
And that's not like a fear statement. No, it's not. It's just reality. Yeah. Yeah, we're all going to die. So I'd rather die knowing that I did everything I could to be as whole as possible and to be as good to others around me as I can. Yeah. And I think just to live healed, to really embody what does it mean for me individually to live healed? Because what I need to do to live healed is going to look a little bit different than what you need to do to live healed. Right. And how can getting the support, getting a coach, getting a therapist, whatever resources that you have and need, find it and embrace it because we, we need each other too. And, and that's another goal with Embrace Yourself Whole. I would love to create a community, not just one-on-one coaching, but eventually offer a group program where there can be a community of people coming together to support each other. Um, because we do, we need each other. Yeah. And there's no one right way to live. Plus it's a dope name. Embrace Yourself Whole. It keeps coming up in my life. I'll, I'll be doing stuff on Instagram or I'll kind of just be talking about different things that have happened in my life. And the theme of embracing yourself continues. That one was taken. So it, that's why I looked at just calling it embracing, embrace yourself. Yeah. I like the whole aspect, but, but I do. Yeah. I mean, I think it just came in the, it's the right thing. Cause I, I am focused on wholeness like that in whole health. And what does that mean? Um, and how do, how do we transform? Yeah. I think we all want to move towards wholeness. I think at our soul's core, I think that's why we're here. Yeah. It's just, I think people look at it differently of what wholeness is and how do we achieve wholeness? And so I'm glad you're able to help people to understand what that is for themselves. Cause like you said, it's such an individual, you know, it's a custom customized thing for each person as to what wholeness looks like. Yeah. What, what is wholeness? I mean, that's a whole nother question, right? What, what does it even mean to live whole and to live healed? So live whole, you know, wholeness really is what embodies every aspect of our life. What? (laughs) Find your whole. (laughs) Yeah. That was the other name. That that was, so Katie had, uh, we've referenced this. Yeah, we have, but, I don't think I've told the full story. Basically, Katie came up with a list of different business names that she liked or that she thought could work for the business. And Find Your Hole was (laughs) one of the names. And she read it out loud to me and I just started cracking up. I don't (laughs) think she thought anything of it, but you know, cause she had spelled out, find your W H O L E. And I just heard find your H O L E. And I just started cracking <laughs> up. So yeah, continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. So wholeness, I think is really about this connection with all facets of who we are, the mind, the body, the spirit, our sexuality, our ability to maintain relationships, um, being able to like really take power in our mind. And what does that mean? Um, moving our body, nutrition. I mean, it's all of these things that it's so layered for all of us. But the reason I like the thought of wholeness, especially in relationship to health, is because our health is not just about the physical. It's not just about 
getting on the right diet and exercise plan. It's not about buying the right potion or pill or formula. Sure, there's things that may help you along on your journey to a better physical health, but your whole health is also very deeply rooted in who you are in your spiritual realm, who you are in your mind, um, you know, what you consume, who you choose to be in relationship with, how do you rest and recharge yourself? I mean, there's so many aspects to wholeness. And I think it's important to explore all of that because what a lot of people, what I've found, a lot of people don't realize what's actually holding them back. I think that there have been a lot of parallels with Embrace Yourself Whole and my brand, Allegory and Elm, in that the the core tenets that I have, uh, Embrace Discomfort is one of the core tenets. And just, it even has the word embrace in it. And growth mindset versus fixed mindset. I th- and these aren't like new ideas. These are ideas that are part of lots of different businesses. But I think it's just been interesting to see some of the parallels of how our values within our business look very similar. Yeah. And we hopefully bring those values into these episodes as well. We're here to shoot the shit and be real, but we're also here to just kind of share our heart and share our values through what we talk about. Well, and share our transformations. I mean, we're evolving daily. And um, I think part of it is embracing, you know, embracing the suck, embracing the days where you don't feel like doing anything, embrace the days where you feel like you're on top of the world, embrace all of it, all of it. And I think that is where our brands cross over because story and growth and embracing is all encompassing. It's about honoring the difficulty of life while also honoring the joy and beauty of life. Yeah. And sharing it with others. And what happens with that, I'm not telling everyone to go out and start a podcast, but what I'm saying is when you share your growth story or the things that you're learning, the ways in which you are growing or becoming healed, it can really help other people. Yeah. I think that's why I'm passionate about sharing about your mistakes, sharing about an affair, sharing about an eating disorder, sharing about an addiction. I think all those things help other people to realize that they are not alone in their struggles and that they still have value and they still can be whole people and work towards wholeness and they don't have to stay stuck in their addictions or in their lies or in their secrets. They can bust out of that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And lead an even more purposeful life. Maybe even because of their mistakes. I do know that we all have our baggage and we all have things that we don't want other people to know about us. But I do think that there's power in sharing those things. Doesn't have to be in a public format. It can be on just an individual relational level. But that I think is the fertilizer for solid relationships is being open and honest. And I feel like guys specifically men, males really struggle with that. That is another podcast episode that I'm wanting to do because I just feel like dudes, we have such a hard time with getting that stuff out in the open and being real in any sort of way that can transform relationships or 
fertilize relationships, water relationships that you have. Uh, and I think it can affect your marriage too. If you're constantly trying to just put off this persona that you have it all together, it's not where growth happens and it's not where you're going to get ahead in this world in any way. It's actually stifling your growth. It's yeah. restricting it. It's suffocating the roots. Well, and it's isolating you, even though you think it's keeping you safe, it's actually building walls around you so yeah. nobody can get in. Yeah. So share your shit. So Katie's website is live. EmbraceYourselfWhole.com is live. Go there right now. Look through. Don't just go and bounce. That'll actually hurt her if you if you go and leave within like Please 30 scroll seconds. Scroll down the page. Scroll around. Read <laughs> a little bit more. If anything in this episode today resonated with you, check out what she's about and what she has. Uh, there's just some really good stuff. She's taken loads of time to meticulously think through her word choice and the style, the layout of the website. It's a badass website. You know, that, that's another reason that I got emotional was I gave Katie a website as we'll say a birthday gift. And I think just feeling like I've done good in her life and seeing what she's able to do with that. It's almost like giving a person a, a seeds of the flowers and being like, I'm interested to see what you're going to do with this. And, and you know, what she's created with her website is really spectacular. So go check it out. And if you're interested in her services, fill out a contact form, hit up her email. Um, or if you're on Instagram, shoot her a DM. If you just want to even hop on a call with me and see what I'm about or see if our energies click, um, or talk through some stuff, like I'm here, um, I'm available. I would love to connect with you and help you in any way I can. Yep. So embrace yourself whole.com W H O L E.com. <laughs> Thanks guys for listening. We love y'all. Peace. Cheers. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did give us some love in the lower right hand corner, click the three dots, hit share and share it with your homies or go to show and leave us a five star review on Apple podcasts. If you want to interact with us on Instagram, Katie is at embrace yourself whole. Andrew is at Allegorian Elm photography, and you can interact with both of us at at Allegorian Elm podcast. We are over on YouTube as well. Our YouTube channel is Allegory and Elm. We post our favorite bits from these episodes in video format over there. Lastly, we love engaging with you all. So please don't hesitate to reach out. Your story matters. Cheers. Cheers.